CI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and standing by to join me is Marianne Bozumetz. We're going to talk about her debut film, The Body Fights Back, A Journey into the Lives Consumed by Diet Culture. Welcome to the show. Hi, Janine. How are you? I am great. I was so excited that I was able to have you on my show. As I mentioned, you know, this, this film is going to really hit home for a lot of people, whether somebody has suffered with a severe eating disorder or somebody, you know, struggled and got to the edge of that eating disorder. Absolutely. And definitely for me, it is a film that does come from a personal place because I myself, like so many women and men worldwide um, in my early twenties, I think was the, um, um, was, was definitely a time for me when, you know, excessive training and tracking my food and counting my calories and macronutrients uh, basically took over my life to the point where my um, relationships suffered, um, my social life suffered, my mental health suffered enormously. And I just wasn't sure what to do because very often, you know, dieting and, and health get so so confused I think with with one another and they very rarely have anything to do with one another so I wasn't sure how to go forward and I think it was um it was particularly in 2018 when I started going to London more often and and made friends with a lot of people who um were part of this so-called anti-diet community in London when I realized that there is another way and it gave me the permission to sort of admit openly that I wasn't okay with, with leading this kind of life that just um, deprived me of, of so much joy and happiness, ultimately. Right. right, because your every move is, oh, are they serving food? Will they realize that I'm not eating their food? Um, faking your life, faking who you are. And I think, I, I think the... Um, the strange thing and the very dangerous thing is that you will be able to um, perfectly defend your way of life to the people around you because you will just explain to everyone how what you're doing is the healthiest way of living and you'll be able to defend each and every one of your disordered behaviors around food. And, you know, people will ultimately leave you alone. And as we know, eating disorders, they thrive in isolation. And that's very dangerous. And that's something that we should be paying a lot more attention to because very often the people who we think are the healthiest and, you know, look, look after um, themselves, you know, there's a lot of surface scratching that needs to be done um, to get to the bottom of what may actually be going on. Right. I know, and people will look at somebody on the surface on Instagram, and you touched on this a little in your film, and think that's something they want to aspire to. But little do they know that person that might look thin, you know, thin, is yeah. actually quite ill, is struggling mentally, emotionally. But I do think, on the other hand, that the ice is cracking, it is melting, especially amongst um, younger populations and also with the advent of social media, um, you know, providing a platform to discuss those things and people are 
talking about that more openly and yeah. and you know diet culture as a phenomenon and as a as a term in our vocabulary is something that is becoming a lot more widespread so in that sense i think you know progress is being made and i'm very happy to see that and i'm really happy that this film the body fights back um, is actively contributing to that discussion going forward and with the amazing characters and the amazing people in the film sharing their stories I think it opens the door to so many people to, to step forward and say you know I, I do have an issue and I do have a problem and it's it's the first step that you need to take you you that you need to take and it's there's a lot of shame and guilt always involved and I think that's what makes it particularly hard for people to admit because how do you admit that you yes. know I've been weak or I haven't had the tools to address my needs that aren't met you know this is this is yeah. this is heavy stuff this is heavy right. stuff right um I had mentioned to you that I really liked hearing from Mojo um, and I, I wrote this down. Um, she said, your mom's voice becomes your inner voice. And that really spoke to me. And the Absolutely. other thing she said is, um, why aren't doctors looking at the relationship with food? Because food is comfort. And looking at childhood trauma, because that is the health we need to focus on. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing very often in a medical setting is that people get told by doctors that, you know, you need to lose you know, two stone, 10 kilos, whatever, and then your life will just magically become a lot easier. Whereas as we know, disordered eating and eating disorders are a mental um, illness and that's how it should be treated. Um, and there is a lot of trauma, no matter how severe or how tiny, yes. um, that that that's the that is the real core issue that that needs to be addressed and and very often it's just so easy to uh you know take this broad brush and say that you know losing weight is will, will be the solution to all of those problems yes. when actually the reason why people get like detached from their bodies is that they don't know how to how to relate to themselves properly and that that very often comes down to what we've experienced in childhood, whether we've been bullied at school and, and stuff like that. And also the, you know, the thoughts we have about ourselves and the misconceptions that we have about ourselves and, and this feeling of unworthiness and, and inadequacy, that's all, that's all interlinked yes. and it cannot be separated. And on the other hand, as we also know, you know, food is comfort and this, oh, yeah comfort eating very often gets gets blamed and demonized. Um, whereas for some people, it may well be the only coping mechanism that they have at hand at a given yes. time. So, you know, we should be taking a more compassionate look to, to what we've been describing as the quote unquote obesity epidemic or whatever, because that is just, that's a very simplistic take on things and potentially a very harmful one. Sure. I felt like when I was watching this film that it should be shown to teenagers, that it should be shown to, to younger people. What do you think? It's definitely a film that I would have wanted to see as a teenager, but I definitely didn't even have, you know, I couldn't even dream about anything like that because I'm still from the age where, 
you know, all the women's magazines told you that, you know, the skinnier or the slimmer you are, the more attractive you'll be for men and the more attractive you'll be to everyone around you. And that is the ultimate paramount thing that you should be aiming for as a young woman. But for men alike, you know, um, yeah, this is this this needs unpacking. And I'm very happy to see that this conversation is is changing now. And I'm and I'm happy to see that this film is having the positive effect that that we intended when when making it. So the conversation definitely needs to change. And I think that among like younger populations, there is a pushback happening for the better. Good, good. Was it hard to get your subjects for the film that wanted that would that were going to expose every aspect of their lives? That is a very good question. Um, I think I was, for some reason, extremely lucky that I came across the right people with actually not that much effort. Of course, there was a lot of work and research behind all of that, but the people that I approached the first were, um, they agreed quite quite fast when I explained to them, you know, what this film would be about and what we would discuss. But ultimately, I think it's the uh, it's the overall message that we all agreed that needs to get out there. And also the fact that there are so many different characters from both um, privileged backgrounds, more privileged backgrounds, but also people people from deprived um, backgrounds, you know, um, people with different social um, like different economic status yeah exactly right um, and I think it's it's the overall message that you know convinced all of them to to actually come together and and, and join our forces and I um, I think I discovered a lot of those people from within that anti-diet community that I mentioned previously that I um that I made friends with in London and uh, a lot of people I discovered through podcasts or their personal blogs. And, and it actually astonished me that, you know, I can definitely, I definitely cannot say that this is the first film that tackles diet culture in this particular way, but it is one of the few films that, that takes a different approach. It's very often been described as a pushback documentary, um, which I happily embrace because that's exactly what it is. Right. Um, so in that sense, those those are clearly people who have thought their story through and have been able to make sense of their story. So I think they made brilliant, brilliant characters with 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 amazing stories that we have a lot to learn from. I love the scene where and I'm not going to give so much away, don't worry, where uh, there was an outdoor event and everybody was dancing and you had people in wheelchairs and you had, you know, just people with probably who typically would be um, shamed for how they look. Their skin wasn't smooth. They had a skin condition. Maybe they had burn marks or whatever. And I was just smiling the whole time, watching as they would make their way, you know, dancing along, just being cheered on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's the most beautiful form of resistance because, you know, diet companies, big, big diet industries and the media, they don't necessarily want you to be happy with yourself because how would they then profit off of your insecurities? Yes. I think just 
um, allowing yourself to be the way you are and the way um, and the way God created you. <laughs> um, I think that's that's the most beautiful act of resistance, definitely, because if we spend our entire lives trying to fix something that's not even broken, then when do we live? When do we experience yeah. joy? Right. Um, and, and that event that you just described is, is one, of, one of the many beautiful examples of, of how this can manifest. Right. And, and as I said, I loved how you also showed men. And there was one man in particular, you know, I so appreciated how open he was sharing how he would really eat so much and so many different things. And he kept adding to that menu. But then you'd see him, you know, at the gym you know, and just really focusing on limiting and limiting and limiting, but then you have that fall off the wagon day, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, diet culture is definitely not something that only affects women. It affects men in the same way. It's just that the body aesthetic that is, you know, the aspirational one is, is different for men and women. And it, and it has always been that way. But, you know, pretending that this is only a woman's issue or something that, you know, only affects fat people. And when I say fat, I don't mean that as a derogatory word. I, I mean that as a descriptive word. Um, but it affects people from all walks of life. And um, Rory Brown is an absolute gem. The way he speaks about his journey, um, given that he's now in, in, in a in, in a so much better place and, and you know, he's coaching people um, based on his own experience. Um, absolutely such a, such a valuable addition to the film. And I'm, I'm so happy that we, that we have him in it. Where can people see the film? So the film is now streaming in North America in virtually all digital platforms um, and also on cable platforms. So, it's, it's on iTunes, it's on Apple TV, it's on um, Voodoo, Amazon, and a whole lot of other platforms. But I think the fastest way, depending on where people get their films, is to go on dietculturefilm.com, okay. click on Watch Now, and all the platforms are listed there. Good. And you are on social media at Diet Culture Film, exactly. So we keep on posting all the latest news. We do IG lives with the people involved yes. and people will find all the characters in the film because I am absolutely, absolutely sure that people will relate to, uh, to, to one or more characters in the film and they are a worthwhile follow on Instagram, definitely, because they just, they keep spreading the good word. I love it. Anything else you'd like people to know about the film without giving too much away? Well, I think that the, the take home message for people is that, you know, very often I get asked, like, how do I then make peace with my body? What's the solution? What's, what's, what's the, the golden nugget? Mm -hmm. And I think a very useful tool to start off would be just, you know, not necessarily body positivity, because that may be, you know, a bit hard for people who've been at odds with their body for their entire life, you know, but body neutrality is, is, is this, um, is this concept that you don't necessarily love or hate your body. You're just neutral about it and you appreciate it for what it does for you. And it, you appreciate it for keeping you alive. 
and just, you know, baby steps and recovery is possible. Knowing that recovery is possible and knowing that your body is an instrument, not an ornament. um, Those are, you know, these are easy, easy steps that we can take um, towards, you know, becoming better friends with our bodies. So true. I, as you were talking, I was thinking, I remember reading an article about a woman who wrote how much she loved her thighs. That growing up, she didn't love her thighs, but as you got, she got older, because you think about your, your legs carry you through life, right? And you feel blessed, perhaps when your legs are strong and you can do certain things. And that's where she got at that point in her life. As she got older, she realized that she was very blessed. And I think people need to see that in their bodies, you know, and be kinder. Our bodies take us through so many things, you know, they help us recover from injuries and illnesses and, you know, people's, people's bodies, women's bodies give birth to other humans, you know, they're they're magical um, instruments and, and, and they should be celebrated and loved and we should not be so hard on ourselves and, and, you know, there's so much more to life than counting calories macronutrients because is this the way that you will be eating with your children in 10 20 years time is this the way you'll be behaving um, around your grandchildren in the future so you know if 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 the way of life that you're leading right now is not sustainable then perhaps give it a good close look before it's too late great advice marian i really enjoyed this thank you so much congratulations really enjoyed this Thank you, Janine. It was a pleasure talking to you.